Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. That's pretty rad. Well, he's my kid. He's my kid. He's, of course, he's a badass, you know? Of course. We're going to get into that about how you built a shed in your backyard and everything. And yeah. I, was, I was like, I was going over some of your stuff. I'm like, man, you, uh, it's crazy, man. You've had a crazy life. Yeah, it's been all right. But it's funny, though, man, but both me and you have, like, severe ADHD. So this quarantine is like... Oh, dude, like, I'm going nuts. <laughs> I mean, you're doing, like, cause you do, like, a hundred things, man. Like, between stunt, being a stunt guy and training and training yourself and doing comedy and being a parent and fly fishing and all this other stuff. I can't imagine you just stopping all of that. I am. I was just on the phone with... a. My buddy just called. He's out scouting somewhere right now for a place to camp. He's out on his dirt bike driving all over the place. It's one of the guys from the from the uh, first season of Ultimate Fighter. His name's Alex Schonauer. And uh, so, yeah, so he's out there dirt biking looking for some spots for us to bring the boys to camp. And uh, he'll let me know. He'll let me know. Send it. Send some bombs up there, son. Yeah, send it up there. Bowl those guys to pieces. I'm uh, recording this, by the way, because we recorded before the show too. Just so you know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't even take. I used to take her and the baby for walks. I mean, her and the dog for walks. I don't even do that anymore. Like, I'm not putting a mask on a two-year-old. I just, I can't do it. You know. Because yeah. I can't even ex- explain it. To well, you have to wear a two-year-old because a guy ate a bat in China, and now everybody's. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have, to. Dude, have you seen have you seen what that wet market looks like no jeez don't don't do it really yeah don't do it it's it's bad like they got kittens and puppies and stuff there to eat and they're just sitting there waiting to be you know bought and brought home and poached that's how they do it they just throw them right into and poach them instant poach them it's so gross i did comedy in, i did comedy in wuhan yeah, I did actually the stand up comedy in Wuhan. It was crazy. They they didn't speak any English. We told them uh, we want a regular show. Just you know, it's like not even called comedy. It's called uh, American talk show because it's American <laughs> talk show. Sure. And they gave us a smoke machine because they thought it was like a rock show. So right when they introduced me, I just get blazed with like all this. I can't see. I'm like coughing. The the, the crowd like eighty percent don't speak English. They're just staring at me like, what the fuck is going on? And it was, it was, and then people started laughing because it was like so ridiculous, you know? And I'm like, oh, the air is not bad enough in this country. You got to put your smoke machine. Like I was trying to make the best out of, I told you, they encourage pollution over there. I'm not kidding. 
like I, I went and threw something away and my buddy who lived there was like, you can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you have to leave it on the floor. I, like, a, like a Starbucks cup. I'm like, why? Like, oh, well, it creates more jobs. Wow. So yeah, that country is all like, it's, I, it's, I it's I different. Like, it's a lot of short-term thinking there, you know? Yeah, yeah the short-term right. that creates more jobs. The long-term you're gonna fuck up the whole world. Yeah, yeah. In our, in our, in our, thanks a lot, guys, and leave the bats alone too. Don't be annoying and loud, okay? Because this is a very important meeting. We, we're we're going to talk about uh, about Fight Island. I think who do we got? Uh, who do we got on we the got, show? Today? We got Greg Wilson, uh, who is a really funny comic, loud, short, fat, obnoxious, but really funny. Um, I, I love him. And then uh, this guy uh, Tyler Smith, who's, who who I coach wrestling with. He's uh, he had, he was an amateur fighter. He also um, uh, is a, a Marine and a super nice guy. Now he's a big stoner. And then we have Max Griffin calling in. You know, Max, okay. Max Payne Griffin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do, but, do I know him? He, Max um, Griffin. Max Griffin was a – he beat Mike Perry. Uh, he lost his last fight against Cowboy Oliveira, but it was a real close fight. He's been around. He's just like a yeah. – he's been like a kind of a fringe guy. Like he's right there. But he just – he always like – he, he like he, he just comes short but like it's always a split decision loss to like Tiago Alves and you're just like yeah. oh. it was it was like right there but you could easily argue that he won every fight that he lost you know which is like yeah. the most frustrating thing which we're gonna talk about that because he's he's like right there you know that's gotta be he's the worst because I always bet on him because I always bet on the guys yeah. I like and I'm always like oh you know yeah did you think did, I I was hoping that they would have uh, pulled it off, the uh, Ferguson versus Gaethje Fight Island card. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Let's talk about it then. That way I can yeah. uh, talk about it twice and bore me to death talking about tw things twice. Bro, quiet. I'm on an important meeting. We had uh, we had Phil we had Phil Baroni on recently. Oh, <laughs> how'd that go? He's doing all right. He's living in um, Albuquerque. But he thinks everyone has SARS. He didn't even know it was coronavirus. He's like, what is this, freaking SARS right now? We're like, no, it's coronavirus. That guy's a mess. <laughs> love that guy. He's hilarious. He's, I love talking to that guy. He's funny, dude. He's unintentionally the fun. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he knows he's funny because people are laughing at him. But, but he ain't trying to. <laughs> he's kind of trying to like, I, I think he like, he knows he's onto something, you know? And then we had Don Fry on with Jessica Penny, who like Don Fry talk, like. He talk about his wife. He talk about his wife at no, all. They're, no, they're divorced. Oh, she left him. Yeah, yeah, it, it like killed him. But I think the 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 uh, Me Too movement skipped over Don Fry because he's like, <laughs> we had his girl on, this pretty fighter, Jessica Penny. He's like, hey, you wanna sit on my mustache, go for a ride? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's a dude. He's. He helped put pride on the map. Yeah. Jeez, he's, he's had, he had some good fights over there at pride too, man. Holy moly. Yeah. I remember I just watched, I just, I just watched a, a Instagram, a thing that uh, Mick Maynard reposted. It was a Noguera versus Bob Sapp. Oh, wow. I was there for that one. Literally, I was in. I was. I was there in the crowd watching it. 
You were in and Japan? I was in Japan. Yeah, I went out there uh, with Hoist. Hoist fought Yoshida, had a had a fight with the Gion. Remember that? I remember. Didn't all, all Hoist's fights have the Gion pretty much for the first? Well, they both did. They both agreed to fight in the Gi. Oh, wow. And, and it was controversial because um, it's called an Ezekiel choke. Where you grab the sleeve of your uh, of your gi and wrap around the neck and start, you know, you make a choke that way. <clears throat> he caught Hoist in that, but didn't have it on. You know, he was just tr attempting it <clears throat> and looked up to the ref and played the ref and said that he was out because Hoist, uh, you know, when he gets caught in a position or whatever, he don't struggle to get out. He'll just lay there and wait for you for you to go ahead and be like, what's he doing? He's not doing anything. Now I'm going to do something, and then he gets away. So that's what he was doing. He was just sitting there waiting for him to stop, and the referee called it. Oh, wow. Waved it off, yeah. Waved it, done, done, waves it. It was like, done, he's done. And Hoist gets up and was like, what is going on? So, yeah, that did happened. They did they restart it, or that was the end of the fight? No, that was the end of the fight. The ref waved it off, and that's it. It's over. Wow! 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 That's uh, that was that was. By the way, that was Hector Lombard's calling me. He's a huge Trump supporter, Hector, and he yeah. and he wants to debate an MMA fighter on politics. Uh, so we think this is going to go really <laughs> very entertaining for the fans. Oh, joy! <laughs> it's it's going to be funny. By the way, this is Tyler Smith. We got the great Mike Pyle on today with us. What's up, Mike? What's happening? Uh, I'm like you, man. I'm still sitting in bed. I was telling, I was telling them that you're a, a marine and an amateur fighter and a wrestling coach and a pothead. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, the I'm, amateur I'm, part I noticed. I didn't see the rest. I'm all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta stop my 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 vacuum cleaner from vacuuming. You got, a, you got DJ Roomba going. Wife, stop vacuuming. No, it was the wife. Oh, there you go. Even better. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's one of those. But I got pillows and stuff. The kids made a fort. And now it can't get through the. No, through the <laughs> vacuum room. cleaner can't clean because the kids' pillows, pillow forts. In yeah, there. yeah, I got pillows everywhere, so I just shut it off. That's not the worst thing in the world. Nah, it's not the worst thing. So how's the uh, how's the quarantine treating you? I'm sure I'm sure. Uh, it's good, dude. I got I just jump in the backyard, I'll throw some weights around. Hell yeah! Pet my turtle. <clears throat> Pet my turtle and shit. You got turtles? I got a tortoise actually. One be... tortoise. Exact. Yes, one tortoise. <clears throat> That's fucking awesome. Don't those things live till like like a hundred years old? Yeah. Or they can. I don't, know, I don't know if you can. Can you see them in there? Can you see them at all? I think I can. Uh, yeah. I think I see him. He's moving <laughs> yeah. a little bit, right? Moving his leg? Yeah, he moved a yeah. little bit. That's fucking awesome. I always wanted a tortoise. When I was a kid, I always wanted a tortoise. And now I'm like, I got nowhere to put him. And... Yeah. He, he came up. Uh the neighbors down the street had a couple of tortoise that they had for some years and they bred. And then these little half dollar sized turtles were popping up in people's yards everywhere. Cause they hatched, you know, 
<laughs> uh, so I kept, I kept one. How you big is this going to get? You want to hear a crazy story about, the, about something like not similar, but kind of similar? Uh, when my dad was managing Alice Cooper, right? You know, they used to carry a, yeah. uh, they used to carry a, a, a snake with them, a huge, a huge, like a, a boa, a huge snake. And, um, okay. and they would put it, because that was like the, in the middle of the show, Alice would take out a snake and start playing with it. So they would keep it in the hotel uh, bathtub, wherever they stayed at. So one day they wake up and this freaking snake's missing. Oh no! Holy shit! What happened to Al? What happened to our, 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 our snake? But they were late for a, a plane. They had to catch a plane. They're on tour. They just left. What did they do? Say, hey guys, by the way, our snake is uh, in your hotel somewhere. So they just they just bounce. Oh and my then, god! No way. Then like a month later, uh, they're reading like the newspaper, and the hotel they were at, this country singer named Charlie Pride, was taking a dump, and the snake came up through the toilet. What? Yeah, the guy went to wipe his ass and then all of a sudden finds a fucking snake up there. I mean, <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I mean, how much would that, like, you'd never be able to take a shit again in your life, right? I mean, that oh, would be I, I would be, I couldn't wait to go take a shit again to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not everyone's like, like Kyle. I mean, I would be like, I wish I had diarrhea right now. Oh, my God. That's, That's a whole story. I wish I had diarrhea. That's so... <laughs> hey, so how does this Zoom work? Whenever, if, if it picks up your voice, then it goes to your uh, device, and it'll show you, because it keeps flipping back and forth. You can't do that, but there's, there's a, a setting up there uh, that where you could say, see everybody at once in your top right, where it says, uh, spe it says speaker view. You could see everybody. And then you could see all four of us, because the way that you have it now, Mike, it like is annoying because you only see the person talking. But there's another setting top right where you could see all four of us. It looks like it's like we're really? playing. Uh, yeah. Oh, gallery view. Yeah. Like a Hollywood squares. Yeah. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah gallery view is cool. better. Shit, yeah. I didn't even know that. Really? I've been the stupid speaker view the whole time. Yeah. Oh no, it's great. So you can see how people are reacting to what you're saying. I agree. Cool. Hey, Hello. what's up, Tyler? What's going on, man? Ready and action. What's up, oh, people? Yeah, Welcome to the brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, it's me, Adam Hunter. We have Mike Pyle with us. Uh, Mike Pyle is the legend, Mike Pyle. We have the Greg Romero Wilson. I'm putting them all together. <laughs> so many names. I have so many names. And then we got Tyler Smith with us, uh, the Marine, the fighter, the pothead, the wrestling coach. I love uh, that that's part of it now. Yeah. Marine, former fire, your brown belt, stoner. Hey, that's his way of saying, but he's still cool. Yeah, I'm still cool. <laughs> I, don't know, I think all those things are cool. Uh, we're going to have a great show. We also have Max Payne Griffin joining us in about a half an hour. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a great show. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, do not leave your house during this pandemic. Marijuana is legal in California. Get it delivered right to you, okay? Don't leave your house. When you get it, maybe I want to wash it off or disinfect it or whatever you do with your, your other stuff, okay? Read down with Cora. Uh, but get it. Go to speedweed.com. Go to at speedweed. Uh, a couple of things. Mike Pyle. So let me talk to you for a second. Uh, I, know you're from, I know you're from Tennessee. You're uh, a home of like, what, 100 people? Uh, uh, not a home, but a town of 100 people. How are you holding up during this pandemic? Oh, dude, man, I'm going nuts. I need to do something. I mean, I got to, you know, I like to be outside. I like to go fish. I like, you know, I'm going crazy. I want it to be over with. Yeah. Uh, and Greg, how are you doing? 
<laughs> Can I tell you? I mean, listen, I'm proud of myself. It's noon, and I'm, I'm not drunk. So uh, for me, this is an accomplishment. Can I tell you, the, 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 great, the bar for, for the accomplishment of waiting to get drunk keeps, first it was 5 o'clock. I was like, if I just wait till 5, then it became 3.30, and now it's noon. If I can at least make it to noon without getting drunk, I'm very proud of myself. Then the rest now, do, you, do you start drinking at noon and then, and then take a nap, or like is it just – Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. No, like there's noon, noon four, and then the, the sleep the noon, cycle, and then drunk from noon to four again. The noon drunk leads to a late lunch, which leads to a late afternoon nap, which then leads to an early evening drunk, and then dinner and online poker, and then I'm out. That's the schedule. So, <laughs> wow. So cocaine's out, though. Cocaine's out. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't trust it. I think if I, I'm going down, I'm not going down on cocaine. That's not how I'm going to get it. I don't you trust it. You can't do coke alone in a quarantine, man. That's just sad. I, I you, you don't have to do it alone. We can, you can do coke via Zoom, by the way. <laughs> I'm down. I know because I've seen it done. I've been involved in coke Zoom parties, you know, <laughs> where, I did, where I did the very last of my pre-COVID coke. Oh, that's crazy. Now, I was, Mike, I was going to say, like, so as a comic, you know, I, I'm sure, man, it's, it's crazy because no matter how bad my day goes during the day, how many times I get rejected by Hollywood or auditions or whatever else, stand-up comedy is, like, the best. It's like I could end with making people laugh. The, the more you do it, the better you get. People are crying. I'm like, I'm fulfilled. I can go to sleep. This pandemic took all that away. Yeah. So it's just every day is like it just ends with the day's over. Like, I don't have, and I, you just, like, it's like all your superpowers are gone. All, like, and then I realized that, like, comedy is my therapy. Uh, is that what happened a little bit when you stopped fighting? No, because, you know, when it, the thing is, is the fighting, that, that just happens for that night, right? So, and that would always, you know, come around every two, uh, every three months, you know, every four months, something like that. It's the training and it's the gym. It's that. That's what still yeah. can keep me sane because I still get to the gym and smack up all the young boys when they try to get smart with me, choke them out, and send them on their way. <laughs> I love but, that. So I can, still, I can still get that release. I can still get that. I can still get in there and, you know, and be like, you know what I'm going to do today? Today I'm going to work on just an arm lock or today I'll just work on just defending the choke and make, and make you know, I can make up scenarios for myself and still go in and get that done but right now i can't yeah i can't even get to the gym but you know after the fighting yeah to answer your question the short or the long is i i the competition part i i miss but the it's the you know the everyday gym thing is always there for me still so um i never i didn't get that empty feeling other than I don't fight anymore. That's my identity. That's what I've always been identified as. And now I'm, I'm, I don't do it anymore. It's really strange. So no, yeah, I, 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 I actually transition like I was missing it so much that like I did a Zoom show Saturday night. I did. Uh, uh, well, so I got like you know I'm like okay, Ugh, all right, my, my kids just fell. That, that's pretty much how it like went right there. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly how the show went. I, I, I people started crying. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was, so I did a zoom. Uh, I'm sitting on a chair. She tried to climb up and just fell. So it kind of happened. So what happens with kids? Video. We've it's seen fun. it all. So yeah. I did a zoom show and the, 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 
so immediately we got hacked, right? Which it never happens during a comedy show. Like you would think like, okay, we got a hundred people that want to get together and hear jokes. People be happy. People can't have that. And I didn't, I wasn't unfamiliar. So right away, someone just starts yelling the N word, you know, <laughs> on Instagram. All of a sudden the whole screen becomes porn. Like, oh, like wow. somebody's drawing dicks. And I'm just like, thank God somebody knew what they were doing. Yeah. And they're like, Adam, let, make me the monitor. So I'm like, okay, I have a friend of mine. And he muted everybody. And then we started the show. And the show went well. But at first, I'm like, I'm under attack. I'm under attack. Like, I was like, this is, this is awful. Uh, as far as the actual show went, um, it's a little weird because we get to mute people because like this, if, if someone just goes like that or that, it like creates sound, even if they're not trying sure. to heckle or be a dick. So we muted everybody at first. And then when I decided they were, if I knew them and they were good enough listeners, I would unmute them with like telling them, hey, watch the sound, like whatever. So you kind of need somebody working it that knows what they're doing. But I'll tell you, man, it felt great to get a laugh. It felt like, it was like the heroin, it wasn't real heroin, yeah. real <laughs> marijuana. It was like synthetic marijuana, you know? But it felt like, I, I felt complete again. I'm not gonna lie. And, I, and it was a bunch of new jokes that I wrote, but like, that's the thing with, with comedy is that you get that immediate feedback. Like if you're a screenwriter, or you're an actor or whatever, you can make the greatest thing ever, by the time it comes out, either people forgot about it or the editor fucked it up or they got canceled or whatever, you know? Comedy, yeah. joke, and three seconds later, you get a response, which is the best. Not bad. So, Not a bad way to live. Greg, you? Hey, listen, that's the thing. I, I mean, I was waiting to, to do a one-hour special, right? And I was just at the point where I was like, I need to do this material. I need to release this special myself. Go ahead and go the DIY. I'd almost given into it. And now it's like, does any of this, does anyone give a shit about any of this now after this event? We're going to go back out there. No one's going to want to talk about cell phones. Nobody's going to walk, you know, like all these other sub school shootings. And, uh, you know, it, it just doesn't matter. You know, I don't think, I think it's all going to seem so superfluous now. You know, it's almost like I have to start over again and build a whole new hour. Yes, but isn't it kind of cool, though, in some ways, on, on the other hand, that some of these issues, like, I identify as a he, him, or she, her, like, some of the things that were driving everyone crazy, people are just like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear anymore. And, like, they don't exist? I mean, not that real? particular, because that is important to a lot of people, but I'm saying the things that just seem like they're not, they're, like, kind of trivial versus... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we built, a, these were things that were important pre-COVID that now are, 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 yeah, it's like, why are we even talking about this now? Yeah, and, now you know, that we the world actually is completely have real, changed. real problems, and we actually exactly. have real, we have real life and well. problems that we all share, yeah. Yeah, but good comics like, like yourselves will, will, will find light and find comedy and all this new shit. You'll figure something out. It'll, it'll spark something in you. It's got to, you guys have. Oh, no, without new. question. Without question. This is it's going to be nerd. It's going to be nasty, isn't it? <laughs> if I do it, it probably is. Yes, I'm going to be talking about all guys, you know, the, the nasty side of all this. You know, the oh, yeah. porn side. I mean, geez, can you imagine if they had turned off the porn during this? Oh, my uh, God. We'd be, there'd be riots in the streets right there, now. There'd be riots. <laughs> there was. Already people be walking. Yeah, right. people, guys would just be on their porch jacking off. I mean, your, your flip-flops will get stuck to the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> You'll walk right out of them. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be like walking on blue on blue paper everywhere. <laughs> From dudes oh, just dropping right. loads. Just everywhere. Yeah. 
You walk outside, I think it's like snowing, but it's some guy in his fucking terrace. It's <laughs> at an all-time high. Milky rain. <sighs> so, so That's, pile, then, right. Thank God. And I've seen more than a few people post about them thinking they've reached the end of porn. It's oh, like, well. Jesus Christ, your dick must look like hamburger meat. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The end of porn is just like uh, probably like like uh, some kind of pastor shaking his head, just like or <laughs> just a disappointed rabbi, just like come on, man. Yeah, like uh, you did it. I hope you're proud of yourself. Your dick's no, all inflamed. There's no being proud of yourself after that. You're not proud of yourself. Immediate hundred percent shame, but you did it. Yeah, immediately, immediate shame. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's the thing, it is, at a, on a certain level, though, it is still an accomplishment. It is. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to, when you got all the, always you proud of your accomplishment. You're hearing people talking in the next room, you're still trying, you still get it done. Yeah, man, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> it is, it is. Speed rounds. Now, uh, now Pyle, so I was, I was telling you before, so what happened was, Khabib and Tony, uh, they were, uh, like that fight got got, got canceled, and they were gonna do could be they were gonna do uh, Ferguson versus uh, Gaethje, and uh -huh. couldn't find a spot. So we're talking about maybe either Tachi Palace because it's Indian reservation. Sure, not many regulations there, I guess. Palace, yeah. Or they, Dana White said he was building Fight Island, which is an island. Yeah, man, Fight Island, deep lane, deep lane. Which is an island. I'm into Fight Island. It's an island. It's more like the plate, the plate, pass the plate. Now, um, so yeah, they're gonna have Fight Island, and the fighters were down to do it. Like everyone, could, people were excited about like the the fact of like boats bringing fighters over sure. to the island. But then uh, like, what oh, happened no. was um, Gavin Newsom, I think it was, and because the UFC is now part owned by Disney, and yeah. they were like, no, we what? can't do it. Yeah, like I guess when WWE ESPN, ESPN, you know, obviously who broadcasts most of their fights, they're owned by Disney, and uh, so that relationship became paramount to saying oh, no. Cool. Well, That's yeah, cool. because freaking Gavin Newsom called the head of Disney and was like, "Look, put a leash on your boy." And that, that's what they did. Like, what are they going to do? Like, fuck you, governor of California. Like, yeah. okay, yes, sir. No, I, I have two thoughts on this. One of my thoughts is that, like, look, these are all adults. They know what they're getting into. Just becoming fighters in general, you guys are taking the risk of, of, of brain damage and everything else when you go in there. And if guys want to do it, I mean, these are the, the, the healthiest people on the planet, these athletes, you would think. Let, let them do it, you know? On the other hand, uh, what if uh, they, they said they might take away amp ambulance space and hospital space people that are have corona and now all of a sudden the guy's going in there because he's got a fucked up eye or something and now the person with corona can't get the treatment they want as well sure. as if something bad happened and someone tested positive now all of a sudden it's great you fucking this is what you guys did uh pile what are you, what are your thoughts i i mean let let us fight man let us fight there it is just let us fight let us fight. What 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 is the what's the worst that's going to happen? You you got one guy that went in because his eyes cracked, and you got one person with corona. They're going to die anyway. Let the guy get his eye fixed. Jesus. And what's the chances of that even happening? You know. And what chances that have? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you that know, one. All, all that one aside, guy. Yeah. All jokes aside, look, do it. Do it. 
So Max Payne Griffin, um, is there a, a setting that you could put the video on? Because we can't I see. I see that it. little guy up there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Right there. Yeah, just uh, just press that little guy. Press that little guy. <laughs> the little man in the canoe. You want to press yeah, him? Oh, there he is. Max Payne Griffin, you're here with Mike Pyle, Greg Wilson, Tyler Smith. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. You had an awesome fight last time. I thought you won that fight against Cowboy you know, Oliveira. Some people think I did, you know? Yeah. What can you do? Now, it was a fight where you, you, you hurt the guy in the beginning. You had him hurt, and then you chose to go to the ground. Looking back, you think that might have been a, um, a mistake? No. I mean, it's not a mistake. Um, you know, I worked my game plan, but in the second round, um, the cut really affected me, man. I'm not going to make any excuses, but when they asked me if I was okay, it was like a – I mean, I, I was for sure okay and was going to fight, but it was like a glassy, like a misty window already, you know. Oof. And, 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 you know, and after then, it was just, you know, distance was hard for me to do. Uh, I didn't really have, like, depth perception. So it was hard to get in. and That's right. You know, then it got real bloody. Shit was burning my eyes. I couldn't see shit. Uh, close fight, man. Hell, that ever happened to you? What's that? That ever happened to you in a fight? Um, I've, I've been – I'd gotten poked in the eye and got, you know, cloudy and uh, had a little bit of, uh, you know – depth perception my was off and couldn't really you know find my uh rhythm with my hand so i grappled you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i tried to try just make a get in where i could it's almost yeah, better you gotta do what you gotta do man i, I gotta say max in, in that third round man you you were down i know well, it looked like it was even and the guy was on top of you and it was about two minutes left and they were like, the guy was, uh, I think Rogan or someone was like, listen, if Max wants to win, he's got to do something. And it was like a movie. Something came into you. <laughs> you just flipped the guy <laughs> and put him on his head. And I was going crazy. Now, that's a, that's a bad position to be in. Um, like that top side leg ride, that wrist control. It's bad. So you can't just, uh, you can't just burst out of it. You kind of got to wait and... You know, it could have got real bad. It was close to not getting out of that. You know what I mean? But did you have that voice in your head that, like, got to do something, man. Got to get out of here. Gotta get <laughs> I out knew here. I had to do something, and that was the moment. Um, crazy fight, man. At wow, that point, fighting. though, at that point, when I was on my back, I couldn't see anything. My blood was, like, filled my eyes, like, my eye sockets. And when I looked. It was uh, it looked like a yellow kaleidoscope. So that last two minutes, I couldn't. Ooh. It was I had zero. And I was trying to blink. I've never had blood like blood like that. Like trying to blink, it's like sticky. It's hard to explain. It's like real oily. Uh, it doesn't go away though. You know, I'm trying to blink my fucking balls off. You know, you just. Now, uh, Pyle, fight, though. Pyle, fight. I was looking at your career, man. Like, so you started out. You, and, like, you built a shack in your backyard. No, the, that existed already. That already existed. That was about the, the dimensions of it was 13 feet by 15. I had a lot of makeshift um, carpets and old carpet, old carpet padding. And then I, I put a tarp over the top of that mat. And you were like, I want to be a fighter, right? So, and then yeah. 
Then you were putting in Gracie VHS tapes. No, 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 just anything, anything that I could at the time. This is 95. This is 1995, by the way. Wow. So, wow. Um, I'm watching. Oh, I'm, gee. I'm watching, um, you know, step Ooh. by step. I'm watching step by step. How to grapple, how to, I think it was Marcos. What was his, what was that guy? What was that guy's name that fought um, in UFC? That that kept chopping that guy's legs back. Marco Sula. Yes. Yep. So I got one of his videotapes on how to foot lock, leg lock, and arm lock and choke. I got it out of Black Belt magazine. Had it, you know. <laughs> nice. Was awesome. And learning how to do things on a on a grappling dummy, and also my cousin dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he would come over, and then uh, you know we chief it up, and then get out there and start rolling around. And try to figure it out, and yeah, that's so basically. Your, that's, your, your first fight is up against. You go there and you're fighting Rampage Jackson. Your first that's fight. Rampage, that's Rampage Jackson's first fight, not mine. Oh, that was your okay. Because on your thing, I got about. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's. That's the way. It, that's the way it is on um, Sheer Dog. Yeah. All and all the records, you know that that he, and I, you know that we were each other's first fight, but I was his first fight, and I had. <laughs> I had several other fights. Now he misses weight by 25 pounds. Mm. No, no, the deal was, the, deal was um, uh, the guy called me who, who, who is now uh, uh, a judge and part of the commission in, uh, in here in Vegas. Anyway, um, so this is on Bill Street. He calls me and says, yeah, man, uh, your guy's out, you're out. Oh man, I want to fight. He goes, well, we don't have anybody. I said, you don't have anybody at all. Well, the uh, Rampage, Rampage will do it. Said, all right, let's do it. Because I knew who Rampage was because we knew each other. We knew each other through the, um, through the grappling circuit. And he used to uh, pick people up and slam them out with his. <laughs> he used to do that way back in the day. Um, and uh, I said, yeah, let's do that. And, he, and I'm 170 pounds walking around, you know, 200 and uh, 220, you know, or whatever. And I, read you, and I said, yeah, let's do it. I don't care. So I did it. Stop, and then, son. And then during the fight, he throws you out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> He's got him in a rear naked toe. Yeah. Yeah. He, put, he throws, me, throws me out of the ring a couple of times, actually. Now, when he threw you out of the ring, did you think to yourself, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I doing well, this? Kinda, but <laughs> at the same time, at the same time, I'm like, let me get after him. I'm gonna get him, man, because there's a couple of times I got close to getting an arm lock. You know what I mean? There was a couple oh, yeah. times where oh, if yeah. I just get a couple more chances, and he thinks that he's gonna be able to slam me every one of them, I bet you I can land it. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just gonna be doing it until, until. <laughs> <laughs> This kid's gonna be a champ. <laughs> so, so yeah. But you know, but what I did want to do, I wanted to rest a bit. You know, we went three rounds, and and then as he was throwing me out, you know, the corner, my corner, start pushing me back in. This is in a ring, by the way, not a not a. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, oh my god, let me get some air, let me breathe a little bit. Let's just play this, let's play it out a little bit, <laughs> and let me. Uh, <laughs> 
let me breathe. But they weren't. They just shoving me back in, and we get get in there and get back after it again. Oh my god! <laughs> Good your time. Next, your next fight's against John Fitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, which and, and you you uh, you sub John Fitch, but Fitch must have been easy compared to Rampage. If you fight Rampage, you're still <laughs> yeah. I fought Rampage for three rounds. He was before that. I'd won every one of my fights in the first round with minutes. Um, and then, then I ran into this beast. And then I also said to myself, like, man, I'm, I can't – I'm flopping to the ground to get to the ground because I can't get him to the ground. You know, I can't wrestle him because he was a good wrestler and he's strong as hell. So that's also when I said, I got to learn how to wrestle. Like, I can't just flop to my back and do jujitsu with everybody because I can't get everybody down. You know, I want to get to the ground. But I, everyone else, I took them down, but I, I couldn't even get close. Couldn't even get close to taking this guy down. So that was a good, that was a good thing for me and my, you know, my career. Just, you know, it opened my eyes like, man, I need to wrestle. I need, I need to learn to wrestle. That's, you know, right. wrestling a lot more. And I beat John in the first round with, I think, in like hardly two minutes. Took him down, took his back and choked him. What's up, people? With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on, from their online casino to poker and blackjack, as they are bringing the Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live, daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can wager on. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join us today to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Uh, Max, I read that you're the king of Sacramento. Yes, sir. Uh, how does how does that happen? How does one become the king of Sacramento? Man, I've you know fought out here my whole life, um, and it really uh, we had this fight uh, or, or organization, West Coast Fighting Championship, and this guy um, David Mitchell was at a team Alpha Male. I know David. Yeah, yeah, David Bulletproof Mitchell. Yeah, Mitch. Yeah. Wild, wild dude, man. <laughs> wild dude. Always, uh, I always him. remember he is, when we were trained, I think we trained just a few times, but boy, his armpits. Woo, that boy could smell out the room. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. So, uh, so I was a West Coast Fighting Champion champion for a few years, and then I headed down to Tachi and did that. And at the same time, David Mitchell pops up on the scene. I guess he got cut by the UFC and uh, came up and he's like, oh, nice to meet you. You know, we're going to go against each other, you know, go against each other. At that point, I didn't know who he was, but then he was just talking shit for about three years. We were going back and forth or, you know, he was going at me, but I was in Tachi. You know, he was saying I was dodging him. But when he got out the UFC, he waxed like eight full straight. So he, you know, he was the man. He was at a team alpha male too, and um, at this point, they were like our rival gym. So locally, I fought a few team alpha male guys. So it was huge. The whole city was there. 
this fight finally happened, sold out event. Um, did I mean there was like media production, all this stuff. Uh, but it was wild. But if you look it up, um, we finally fight, knock him out in like 40 seconds, yeah. drop him like three times in the fight. Uh, there's yeah. riots in the crowd. Oh. <laughs> it, was yeah. it was it was sack on sack, but it was bad because uh, you know Team Alpha had a huge crew, and we had I mean history in the making. But that was the moment that you know that's the fight that got me signed. Now you um you made peace with Team Alpha Male your last camp. You actually did your camp with Team Alpha Male. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um. I mean, we weren't even at, at war. It was just that we were fighting. You know, I was fighting their best guy. They wanted me to lose. Naturally, there's going to be some kind of problem, you know? When you came, uh, was it like, uh, yeah, like yeah. the Lollipop Guild like, showed up and they all like, was it like a... <laughs> <laughs> it's been squashed for years, man. It's been okay. squashed for years, but... Uh, well, let Adam bring it back to life. He will. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, this has got to be the hardest quarantine for like... I mean, Tyler Smith is like a, he's like a guy waiting for the end of the world anyway. He's, he's a, a, a Marine that like is preparing this. But Greg Wilson has the worst ADD ever. And fucking Pyle, I mean, you were just getting going with your stunts. I mean, you were booking left and right and left and yep. right. Now, I know a lot of fighters out there watch the show. And a Dead. lot of want to go into stunts after fighting. And, Dark, and huh? you're successfully making it as a stunt guy. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, um, you know that that's uh, as some of you may know that, uh, that Hollywood is it's a lucrative business. Well, it, if you can if you can get in, yeah, if you if you've get got in, you know, yeah. if you got your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that John Cougar Mellon camp. That's awesome. Blood on the scarecrow. Blood on the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I mean, you could, you, it's, it's good, it's easy money, and sometimes it's easy, sometimes you get your ass kicked, or you get thrown through a wall, or gotta go through some plate glass window, and you get a little cut up, but other than that, a lot of times it's just, you're just, um, you know, like a lot of times you'll see, like if, uh, if Adam was the lead character, and he's the tough guy, and he's always got some goons that are standing behind him, and never say anything, and they just shoot people, you know, sometimes you get, that's considered a stunt, too, you know, you're, they'll hire stunt guys to just, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, so you don't have to, you know, necessarily flip cars over and drive fast, but, but if they call on you to do so, then you either can do it, or you can, or do a high fall, or something like that, but it's fun, man. And you're, it's making, of, and you're making more money than everybody else on set, except for the freaking stars. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, the pay scale, just, you know, the are, tag, it's all the banking, same, the fair shake across the board, unless, unless you're within negotiating, uh, you know, position, which I'm not. Right. You were, you were also in a Universal Soldier 3. Yeah, I starred in that. I actually, I, I've done some acting as well, and I, I do some here and there. Uh, uh, that, that was fun. That was, no, that was Universal Soldiers 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was, but that was fun. So that that was fun. I didn't do any stunts in that. Just a bunch of acting. I mean, and I did a lot of. And again, you do a lot of fight scenes. So a lot of times, I'll double an actor. Uh, and if there's you know a big fight scene, just do the fight scene and don't ever show your face and kind of just you know, yeah, yeah. Go over, shoot around it. 
Are you still training yeah. at all, uh, Max, right now? Yeah, I'm doing what I can, man. I know uh, there are some people training on the low and all this shit, yeah. but um, I'm not with it. You know, I, I was kind of su- not not surprised by all this, but when I fought in Vegas, it was the kind of last weekend of everything. Yeah. yeah. yeah that there. fight might be in the last, like, live fight in who knows. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I got, dude, I got, I got shit for going to the fight because we went and I got shit for, for my girlfriend. She's like, I can't believe you're going to go to Vegas during all this. And I was like, God, this <laughs> like the fighters are fighting. I just have to sit in the stands and drink. So, not, you know. Yeah, yeah. So with the, the timing was weird. So I, I fought, I usually take about a week, two weeks off after a fight just to not do shit and do what I want. And uh, so when, you know, after that happened, I mean, right when I got back, they, you know, they started a lockdown, started getting serious. So once I was ready to train again, like, everywhere was getting closed down. So it's been an interesting, um, interesting thing. I've been, I've been doing stuff on my own, you know, hitting the bag, running around, doing what I can, but it's not the same. Now, but, you know. I read you're a black belt in Bok Fu. Uh-huh. What? That was a long time ago. What is what the hell is Bok Fu? Um, it's a chicken dish. It comes with like a rice. <laughs> is that right? It's it's <laughs> in a now peanut sauce. It's a peanut sauce. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a mix. No, nah, it's, it's a hybrid of martial arts like kung fu, karate, taekwondo, uh, jujitsu. It's a few different things, but you know. It's a hybrid because not everything works. Like Taekwondo, they can't punch for shit. It's all kicks. So, you know, we got a lot of kicks from Taekwondo, a lot of the movement from Kung Fu. And, you know, so I did that when I was younger, have a black belt in that. So it's kind of like an MMA of martial arts, kind of. Because we kind of did a lot of different stuff in there. Well, dude, Mike Pyle was like, hey, man, uh, me and Pyle have been friends forever. He's like, hey, I want to give you a, uh, do, do you want to train together? And I go to Vegas. I'm like, absolutely, right? So we do bits and I'm having a blast. Then he's like, all right, tomorrow, same time. I'm, I'm not going to say no to Mike Pyle training me. But then he got, he got committed to it. He's like, all right, uh, Thursday, you have uh, your press conference. And then he was like, Friday, we're going to weigh in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But because it's Pyle, I'm not going to say no. I'm like, all right, yeah, I don't there. And I'm there a week doing comedy. Now I can't move by, like, Friday. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like I hope he gets work. I'm like, I'm calling, like, casting people to book him or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then he's like Saturday we're sparring right so well, like I'm sparring but he's not he's I could tell you know Mike he's a professional and I'm like I'm I'm we do like nine rounds I'm fucking out then then I turn around and Roxanne Modafari is in the cage and he's like time to grapple her time to fight her I'm just like you got to be fu-. and everyone has their cameras out so did she I roll just, you up or what I just, <laughs> you roll you up I just took her down and held her I just took it out. I like. I was fighting for my life there. Took dude. her down and sat in sat in side control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Mike's like, "Stand him up, action, action, action." It was. Don't try to do you out there, man. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get those I want him to have a good time. Put him in the put him in the spotlight real quick. <laughs> that that was the best time I've had in a long time. But I I showed my wife. I'm like, hey, I had a, a sparring match today. She's like, who? And I show her Roxanne Modafari's face. And she was like, this is who you're sparring against? I'm like, dude, you don't understand. She's tough. This is who I'm losing. <laughs> it's Mata Ferry, by the way. By the way, Mata Ferry, who, by, who I think yeah. you and, uh, and John Wood 
are the most underrated coaches because this girl was on Real a six calm, fight losing streak. On the Ultimate Fighter, it looked like she should retire in some of her fights. So you're just like, she's getting the shit beaten out of her. You guys took her, and she's won, what, seven out of her last eight? Yeah, and she's, she's murdering she's people. Great artist. She no, really I, is. I, like, there, there was a switch at, at some point, maybe like three or four fights ago, maybe three fights ago, where she, like, really understood that, oh, I'm – like, I can beat the shit out of these girls on the ground, and there's nothing they can do. Like, yeah. I can – she's Khabibing – she's Khabibing people. Yeah. It's like, it's like seeing Roxy just dominate is so cool. Like, well, I know so happy for her right now. An another thing was, you know? So unexpected. Yeah, well, what, what, another thing that she – one thing she never really did was do strength and conditioning, right? So she – Me never, either. Yeah. <laughs> weakest part of my game bro weakest part of my game uh, but so dude, she started getting stronger so she started she started doing that she started doing you know all the explosive things and, and it you know the hard workouts and picking heavy weight off the floor and moving it around you know what i mean just the, you know good hard work when like she started she was really like a like martial artist who was yeah, oh yeah i'm yeah. gonna train martial arts and then go fight like yeah what a badass. What I like about you, though, is that because I'll see you in the gym and you don't poach any fighters. Like, you got all these badasses and you know you can make them better because you're a great trainer. But I'll be like, hey, man, what do you think of that person? They're like, yeah, you know, I'm like, what? Are you going to work with them? I'm like, well, if they want, you wait for everyone to come to you. Well, it's not that. It's, it's also, you know, and, and Max will know, you know, when you're on, it's, when you're at Max's level of fighting right now, you you need some attention. You need so you need a coach. You need a coach that understands you. You need a coach that's going to be there for you because uh, you can't do it alone. No and, way. You know you can't do it alone. You got to have a good set of eyes with you and somebody that cares about you. And man, that's a lot of work on a coach. You know, the more guys you have, the more of you you have to give to them. You know, and the I'm more on, you take away from others, and yeah. Like, like, I don't like train. I don't like when I, you know, when I have fights, you know, I coach a little bit, but I don't like to coach when I have fights because I can't put that attention and, 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 and do how I want to do it. You know what I mean? Because you have to be selfish. You know, you can't have the guy, you know what I mean? You yeah, can't, you can't. A little bit. You got to get I'd rather off. not even do it. I'd rather yeah, not even do exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. So back to that, Adam, is I, I don't want to overextend myself as well because I know, I know what they need and what it's going to take. And, you know, I'm busy with the, with the stunts. I'm busy being a dad. And I, I help, you know, I, I help where I can. And, and I, don't, I don't insert, you know, myself into their uh, training. Unless, and then a lot of times they do come and say, hey, can, you know, you mind helping? And, and then I will, you know what I mean? I, I just know that ah, – when I when I get into something, I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna get my all, and I'm gonna try to make you the baddest ass, you know, girl girl or dude that you possibly can be. And it's a lot of work, and that it's a lot of dedication. How hard, how hard is it for you to, to like negotiate price? Like, cause you're like, hey, I'll work with you, but you got to give me what is ten percent or fifteen percent? But well, that's another thing I don't do. I, I just say, look, I'm not. I'll help you. I can't go travel with you. You know, I, I can help. I can hit some mitts with you. I can I can work some ground positions with you and just tighten some things up, and help you tighten some things up that I see. 
you kind of need a little help in and or, you know, ask them what it is. But I just say, look, it's this is how much it is an hour. We're working for an hour, and this is how much it is. Now, Greg, I know you, you, you coach comedy. You're a great comedy coach. How invested do you get into your students? Uh, it depends. I mean, some of them I work with a longer time than others. You know, usually they just kind of sign up. You know, my regular, you know, I have sessions, these cycles, and it takes about six weeks. And over that six weeks, I mean, we get to know each other really fucking well. And it's a lot of really trying to bring out the true material in them. So during that time, very invested. But then after that time, there's a lot of them that like refer to me as their mentor or something like that. And I'm kind of like, uh, go live your life, man. <laughs> I, I, I change you. I'm done with you. I got to go be a comedian now. I, I, we, the, the class is done, you know? So, uh, so a lot of times, usually once the class is over, I kind of just cut them loose. I know, I know that when you were single, a lot of them would hit on you. Did you ever hook up with any of your students or no? Oh yeah. Oh God, yeah. That was because I mean these aren't kids. These are adults, you know. It's not like, you know, it's not like I'm a high school teacher. I mean, one of them was this, you know, a divorcee. I think she was probably like, you know, late thirties, super hot, and she she tried to bang me like in the showroom right after the workshop. And did you let her? He tried. Well, <laughs> we were listen. We were well on our way until like Jack Senior came back, and then it's. And, Shut it down. <laughs> but did anyone ever try to pay you in blowjobs or? <laughs> uh, one time, there was one time where I felt like a girl was really hinting about it. She was like, oh, because she wanted some private coaching. So I'm at her place. We're going over her material. She had to, she's like, oh, she, you know, it was like a hundred bucks or something. And she was like, well, wow, I'm kind of like, she was kind of like trying to like, lead up to it but at the time i really needed a hundred bucks so <laughs> I, was, I was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna I, but if she had full-on said the words i'll suck your dick i probably would like fine just like but she like okay. just kind of sneaked around about it and i just <laughs> let her quietly just go get her wallet and fucking write me a check there's a girl, there's a girl who's a pretty big comic now she's doing pretty well who's like hey look i want to write together and i'm like all right and then halfway through it she's like can i blow you I was, i'm not gonna say no but then she like halfway through, she takes her dick out of her mouth and goes, "This is my next comedy cover." I put it back in, and I was like, "I'm like, you're gonna make it." I'm like, "You're gonna make it." <laughs> I don't know if you want your dick <laughs> to be her comedy cover. I don't know. Gregory, it's not a good, not a good. She not like. <laughs> she's like, this dick is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta say, uh, so um, uh, Max. You fought yeah. in Gladiator Challenge, right? Yeah, the, the parking lots. The, Hell yeah. the parking lots of outside when casino. You fight out uh, outside at, uh, Saboba. Gladiator Challenge. No, I haven't fought at Saboba. It was Red Hawk. That's in Placerville. I fought three times. It did seem like they were taking good fighters against homeless people in that organization. They, hey, they it wasn't like that when I was there. Okay. Yeah, when I was there, it was actually pretty even. I mean, this was 10 years ago. Now, now they have the people who set up the cage. They let them fight real fighters. Really? What? Terrible. I, it's horrendous. I, I can't stand it. Hey, Adam, Adam, there's I've been been five or six years. Buddy. You got a chance. Huh? Hey, Master first of all. We can get Adam a, a gladiator. Wow, they were in basketball shorts. They were in basketball shorts fighting, you know, <laughs> this 
oh. fighting like this, fighting season pros with sponsors and no. all this shit. Oh, no. Hey, eight, I, knows, eight, eight guys, eight no fighting the, a guy in some basketball shorts, no mouthpiece, straight oh, up. Dude, Alan Belcher was 15 years old and fought a grown man on the same card that I – everybody knows who Alan Belcher is, right? Hell yeah. yeah. So that dude, well, I was – he was 15 years old, and he uh, fought a guy in a pair of blue jean shorts, man. The <laughs> <laughs> bar, the dude had on blue jean shorts and fighting his kid, and, and when you know, we're not really thinking anything of it. It was like, man, there's some fights going on. Yeah. You know? I fought that night, and then so did he, and I was like, damn, he's 15, and they're fighting 15. Wrecked that dude. He was a grown man, too. Yeah. Wrecked him. It's That's crazy. Awesome. Crazy days. Now, I mean, Pyle, you fought in, in like Denmark, Russia, Lithuania, Japan. What were some of those places like? Yeah, which one had the hottest ladies? Oh, Denmark, baby. Woo wee. Oh, yeah. My Lord. And the thing that's good about that, because you had all, you know, you just had different cultures from all over the place that were there. So there was beautiful women that were all mixed, dark, little light, light, dark skin. Oh man, it was nice. Oh, it was nice. nice. Well, dude, Pyle's it's wife nice. would be like, Pyle's wife is beyond smoking hot. She could be like, she put Instagram, she could be, if she wanted to, she'd be an Instagram model. I don't, I don't know how, I think it was his make a wish or something, but he did very good for himself. Uh, <laughs> and and, yeah. and so, so is Max, is Max, so the same girl that you had at the Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very attractive lady. Uh, Thank you, man. You give me grief every time I see you, man. Yeah, of course, man, of course. <laughs> all awesome, man. Can, it's all he ever asks about. Oh, who are you banging now? <laughs> oh, you're a pro fighter. You must have so many chicks. Dude, that's so cool. I got to live vicariously for you guys. What was it like? Hi, what was it like working with uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee on Men in Black 2? Uh, it, it was cool. It was, uh, it was super cool. You know, you, when, when, you're, when you have – a couple gentlemen on on set that are, that are at that that are at that level. Uh, there's just a lot of respect and a lot of quietness and a lot of quiet time and watching and learning. You know what I mean? So we didn't really speak, so to so to speak. I, I didn't speak with. Oh, I, actually, I did talk. I talked with Will a little bit. He um, actually Will Smith's one of Will Smith's writers. Do you know Mike Socio? Anyway, so. Known that guy for a long time. He's a writer. He uh, he wrote uh, uh, Kevin Can't Wait. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He writes for Kevin as well. And anyway, so he was always been longtime friends with Will and Kevin Randleman. May he rest in peace. Kevin Randleman and I we got we landed that job together. Wow. And uh, so we went and, uh, the day we were there to get our makeup on and all that to sit. We sat in the chair. We were in Will Smith's trailer. So Will comes in and Mike had put him up to cracking jokes on us so he came in, he came in that he came in kind of like i don't know i don't kind of I, kind of like he comes in and he's like man you know they just hire anybody they just they they, they bring in mma guys that don't know shit about anything <laughs> on set and ruin movies and just going off and kevin randleman and i are looking at each other like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> what going on and then then you know of course then he starts and mike comes in and makes big jokes and then all that but 
super cool, super professional folks. Um, I learned a lot just by, you know, being in the room and, and watching the guys work together and how they, how they work together. Was, uh, What'd you do on that movie? Uh, I played an alien. Yeah, I played an alien. So, uh, Ke uh, so did Kevin. Kevin was an alien. We were part of, uh, what was, I don't have to watch that. We were woos. I don't know. I don't know what the hell we were. We're just, we're just eight and all these prosthetics in. We had these uh, big cauliflower ears. Oh wait, those were real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> they saved some money. Yeah. 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 Oh, those guys look good. like aliens. It was fun, fun stuff. You, you learn a lot when you, again, you get to learn a lot when you, when you work with people at that level, you know what I mean? For sure. It's crazy. Hey, Max, it's be crazy. Max, I feel like a lot of people look at you and tell you, you look like somebody. Like you look like you could look like three different dudes. Like Drake? Who do people tell you you look like? <laughs> Drake. I've heard Drake, Drake is the one that comes to my mind too, is Drake, yeah. I've heard Drake, I've heard uh, Michael B. Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see Drake. John Mayer. Used to be uh, John Mayer. <laughs> John Mayer. When I was like a teenager, Nelly, you know. Oh no, you're better looking than Nelly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I I change it up, you know. No, I just figured you had to hear that a lot because looking at you, you're like, yeah, I, no, do people have people come you, up to you and like mistaken you for one of those dudes and be like, oh my god. You're fucking Michael yeah. B. Jordan and shit. And you're like, no, yeah, no, motherfucker. It's happened, yeah. When I got a haircut, yeah. you know, Michael B. Jordan, uh, you know, yeah, man. It's happened, bro. Yeah, I figured, I figured. Um, it's crazy, Greg. I was saying, like, uh, with Pyle, like, when people sometimes find out we're comics, they just want to tell us jokes on every <laughs> Like, uh, I was at a diner one time. I was New Year's Eve, and John Mayer was by himself. And uh, someone's like, oh, you're John Mayer. And he's like, comes at our table and sits with me and like five comics, finds out we're comics and tells us like three hours of the worst joke you've ever heard. <laughs> but like, it was, but it was like really nice about like, it was like 10 years ago. He said, you know, it was a nice guy. And I was like, I'm like, what was it like banging Katy Perry? And he was like, <laughs> of course you like, and he was like, a Jew and a, bar, a Jew and a lawyer walk into a bar. I'm just like, come on, man. <laughs> well, you know, he's tried stand up. He's wanted to be a stand up for a long time. Yeah, oh, everybody wants to be a stand-up comic. So, like, they put him up at the cellar a couple of times. I feel like stand-ups are the coolest people in a room until rock stars come or fighters, and then no one wants to talk to us all. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? Now, you're the Fight Island. Are you excited about the uh, prospect of Fight Island or no? Something different. It's going to be like old school Mortal Kombat, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like it actually. Like I like it too. Fuck it, let's do this. I like, I like that old movie with Bruce Lee when they all went to the island to go fight, man. Yeah. Uh, now, the what are the chances it's Jeffrey Epstein's old island? <laughs> 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 it's available. It's available. It probably has plenty of seating. <laughs> like the, the fucking ring car girl came out there like, well, we're like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that um, is so gross. You know, talk about a place you'd have to sterilize. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Right? I'm, I'm, I mean, where's it? I mean, it has to be big enough to, you know, to get like the airplane strip. And I don't know, man. Did where do you think it's going to be? I mean, where where are available islands? They were saying Catalina. The fighters uh, don't catch made. corona. They yeah. need to catch chicken pox at like Epstein Island. Uh, the fight, <laughs> now, I was chicken saying um, they catch mono. They catch mono. Yeah, 
No, uh, there has been some MMA news actually. So Chris Weidman, who I was a big Weidman fan, he lost four to five. That's my boy. He was booked to fight Yoel Romero. It's like, are they giving this guy any easy fights? Why? Didn't they already fight? Yeah. But isn't everything postponed or are you saying him? this did happen? Yeah, Romero cracked his head open. I know, and he's, he's going to fight him again. His dad came in the cage. It was bad. I would say no if I were anyone. <laughs> yeah. Fighting no. Romero. That dude yeah, is a I don't know. Man. No, no, now both both you guys fought Colby Covington. Um early in your career. Did you did you think that Colby was gonna be a champ one day? I didn't. Not the way he fought me. Oh, there you go. Max. I knew he was good because I've never been beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, hold on. <laughs> I don't like him, but I gotta give him some respect for beating. You know what I mean? Like he beat me. You know what I mean? Um his name is Max. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That, that that dude, there's something about Colby that like there's nothing special about him. But he's just so like it, whether it, it's his work rate or fight IQ or discipline like something about him that's just it's odd. He has really good wrestling. Up. He's I mean, yeah, up he's he's great. But like good control and good pace. It's right. Exactly. That's, it's not like you look at him and you're like, wow, what an amazing fighter. But it's just like, fuck, you go in there with him and it's like, Jesus Christ, what am I supposed to do? Like, I I feel like Usman's like that too. Like, he just, it's just relentless. Like, they're both just relentless. Yeah, that was a good fight they had. Yeah, it was, was a hell of a fight. Hell so, yeah. Uh, so, so John Jones and uh, Stylebender are feuding today on, uh, on, on Twitter. Again? Um, yeah, so Good. we need anything. Yes. Yes. So Stylebender posted, Hey pussy, John, are you still there? <laughs> and then John Jones uh posted a picture of Stylebender getting knocked out in his kickboxing fight that says wasting all that good oxygen because he has an oxygen tank. Uh someone wake this bitch up and change his tampon. So that's what he posted. Uh, <laughs> oh. Then he deleted it. And then Israel screenshotted it and said, I've been knocked out once and never made that mistake again. How many times have you been arrested? How many times have you pissed hot? How many times have you had your belt taken off of you? You never learn, do you? Just with all three. Just whap, whap, whap. You pull put them on the island. That one, though. He called them put a, them on the island. He called them a pulsing, <laughs> a pulsing picto pussy. Uh, <laughs> Dude, this island idea is so bad. It's just going to erupt. Okay, because think about all the fights that could happen in the stands that don't because there's police there. Because right. you might actually get in legal trouble. You erase that, and it's literally going to turn into, you know, uh, the Hunger Games. But there's also <laughs> no stands. There's no stands. There's going to be no fans if they do it on Fight Island. That's the whole point. There, there'll be other fighters in the wings waiting to go. Yeah, but we like nowadays we like to get paid to fight. Yeah, exactly. What about the training guys, the guys that are there as your trainers? Well, they might, they might want to chunk some knuckles, maybe. That's what I'm saying. This thing, and then it just snowballs. I'm just saying keep the cameras rolling. That's all I'm That's saying. That's why the camera's rolling. Never keep know. the cameras rolling. Corners brawling in the back. I wonder if they're going to use the, uh, the Fire Festival Island. Just use all oh, yeah, that right. stuff. I actually texted Dana. I said, can I get tickets to Fight Island? Right when it got announced. And he really? like... Well, yeah, because, like, how am I going to get tickets to that? Like, they're going to let me just show up, you know? Did but, you just name drop? What? No, I thought it was funny. And then he, was, he wrote back, winky emoji. 
Dude, we can get the, uh, we can just rent a boat. We'll just rent a boat. We'll find out what it is and we'll watch it from the boat. We'll what if the dead baby gold's already there? Like, <laughs> he's, he's just waiting there. Um, yeah, no, I think Fight Island's a great idea, actually. I don't know if they're going to pull it off, uh, but he says he's very close. Dana said, and Dana does not like taking no for an answer. He's just one of those. And they don't lie ever either, so. Well, yeah, never. <laughs> yeah, now, uh, Pyle, what do you think your best win was? My best win? Ah. Oh. It's when I beat those rape charges, bro. Ooh. Oh, shit just got real. I think, um, I don't know, man. I, 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 Are there any that you'd want back? I mean, you're obviously, you're not fighting anymore. But oh, I'd want them all like, back. I want them want all back. back. There's <laughs> not one that's one of the other that's like, fuck, I, like, this is the one that, a mental mistake or I didn't train or something. Um, just one of them. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, man, there's just so many of them that I, I want to, I just want them all back. I'd love to have every single one of them back. What about the but, Hathaway uh, fight? Hathaway fight when you went to England and beat the That U probably, back. I was going to say, yeah, you know, he was 14 and 0. I was on the main card. It was a big deal. He'd never been beaten before. I beat the brakes off of him. In England, too. Was, in England, there in front of his folks, yeah. Have so you ever, I mean, that was a good one. Sorry, sorry, man. Um, have you ever had a loss that, like, just you couldn't get out of your head? Like, went to, went to sleep and closed your eyes and, like, immediately it starts replaying or, like, anything like that? Like, any advice for young fighters who are, are going through a, a, a tough time? Like trying to trying to get over a loss or or get through something. And the best way to just get over the loss is to just pick your bottom lip up and get back to the damn gym. And hopefully, you got a good strong team with you that'll help pick you up. And just and just don't, don't can't cry about it, man. There's, there's good job already hard enough. Job's already hard enough on our body mentally and physically to be in the gym every day and having dudes pounding on you or you're trying to keep someone off of you. You know what I mean? It's just, you're always fighting. I mean, you're prepping for violence on a daily basis. You know what I mean? It's already hard enough. So if you want to, if you've got emotional baggage that you want to carry around with you all the time, but I lost it. Well, pick, it, pick your lip up man. quit pick your bottom lip up and stop bitching and whining about it. And just the best thing is just to continue to get better. That's it. Just all you can do is just get back to the gym figure out maybe what your mistake was or what your mental mistake might have been. Uh, seek the mental preparation and help that you need. If you, if you, you know, if your ego will let you go, you know what, I need, I need some, uh, I need some uh, mental training. Right. This, you know, that, you know, cause we're all, man, I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. My knees are knocking every time I'm going out there. Right. Oh yeah. It's fucking it's terrible. It's very intimidating. So you always try to find different ways that you overcome all that. Greg, now that fight was in England. Let me ask you, the international travel, how big a factor is the international travel to the person that has to travel? You know, I, I, I almost feel like a lot of my losses that I did lose in, in UFC was here in town, you know, for the most part. I always feel like I needed that travel I needed that little extra getaway get out of my house not sleep in my own bed and have that and have that um 
have that uh, uncomfortableness. Yeah, all that uncomfortableness. Because here I'm just too comfy. Now I show up. I'm like, yeah, I'm at the arena. Pow! Shit. Right. Oh, you know, oh that's interesting. I would have thought it'd be the opposite of that. That's very interesting. But Mike, you're also yeah. like a people pleaser. You're one of these guys that has to make sure everyone's having a good time, which is what I love about you. But that's got to be hard in Vegas because all the people that come to see you and everyone there, and you got to make sure everyone has tickets and everyone's. Sure. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, you know, it's just no excuses. All those times I got beaten, you know what I mean? I don't know if it matters what soil I was on or whatever, but. I just think maybe that that I always did better traveling with you oh, know no, for, for me as a comic I hate doing comedy in front of people I know because I feel like oh absolutely I feel like they absolutely jokes or they're judging me yeah. they're not having totally. they're thinking if if you're talking about them specifically like was that me did you were you talking about me when you said that it's like no I never think about you I gotta do extra crowd work <laughs> so that they hear make sure everyone hears brand new shit that, like sure even the kids it's just like people come i'm gonna see you tomorrow and i'm like oh fuck if it's the same show tomorrow they're gonna be disappointed you know so for me i let so the road is so good because the fresh crowd yeah i you got know? you yeah, yeah. And getting laid was always easier on the road too <laughs> yeah really no oh, there's a time limit there's a time limit they know you're leaving yeah yeah you know yeah. there's no yeah, like oh yeah maybe we'll get together no. it's like this shit's happening or it's not or right or, or, or times square if you were new york because I feel like women oh, are on gosh. vacation were like, their bucket list was like, go to New York, fuck a guy, have fun, and then you'd be the guy. So that was always a good yeah. time. <laughs> that, was like, that was like having a net at a stream with all, and the fish are just running, and you're right. just catching them in the net, yeah. throwing yeah. them on the shorts. That was Times Square. Oh, no, whenever <laughs> I would like have sex with a girl in Times Square back in the day, and then I'd like try to go to their, their place, it was a whole different experience. Now they're oh, scary. They're, they're working, I'm in there. That's why everyone says, even as a comic, they're like, if you meet a girl at a comedy club, you go right from the comedy club to the hotel. Don't go to the local bar because you lose your power because they see you on stage and then they see you back in your hotel. You're magical. You're, bar, you're like every asshole in there at that bar. You know, like all of a sudden your coolness went fucking. And then there's five other dudes there that banged her last night. Yeah. <laughs> or they want to fight you, or, or they want to fight you because they want to, uh, they want to know that they beat up the comic. That, like I beat up the fucking guy. Do you ever have guys try to test you because you're a UFC fighter that were like, oh, I want to see if I could take him? Nah, I think people are pretty smart now. When they watch what goes on on there, they figure that there's no way they could do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rare. Like I had one friend. This was five years ago, maybe five six years ago. That still was like. Ah, jujitsu. I don't believe, like, I don't believe jujitsu work. This and that. I could just do whatever. And, like, we were buddies. So I was like, all right, let's fucking roll. So we cleared out the, the living yeah. room. Yeah. I had him un he was unconscious in 10 seconds. Like, <laughs> he was like, wait, let's go again. Rear naked. I sat down. Like, we started, we tapped hands, and I just sat. And he was like, what are you doing? And I grabbed his leg, pulled him, pulled him down to the ground, okay. and choked him. He was like, to? I'm on a, how did that happen? Wait, no, you can't. Let's do it again. Now, what do you think for like a times just tap, 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 tap. like a bar fight? Because I remember I was at a bar with Greg. We wanted to watch uh, Bubba Jenkins fight, and yeah. there was a guy that was being such a dick to us. And then Greg looks at the guy with a big nose, I, like that nose is so breakable. That nose <laughs> is so breakable. 
It was. It was a very breakable nose. It looked very uh, shatterable. It just looked like one good tap, and it was just going to, you know? But, Tyler, what do you think is the best fight uh, martial art for a bar fight? For a bar fight? Honestly, Krav Maga. A lot of people talk shit about Krav Maga, but the, the beauty of Krav Maga is they, like, What's up, dude? What's up, little man? What are you doing? What's up, buddy? Waiting for mom. Waiting for my mom. All right. Well. Oh yeah. You never got into a fight, right? Bar fight? A couple. Got into a fight? Oh, have you ever been to a fight, little man? I can't remember anymore. Who did you who did you fight against? I don't even know where. Fight someone at at school on the playground. Don't fight anybody, okay? Just tell your dad, because your dad can beat up everyone else's dad. So, right. Right. And there. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I, a lot of people talk shit about Krav Maga, but Krav Maga, the one thing that every jiu-jitsu school that I've been to, uh, okay. MMA, MMA gym, Muay Thai, boxing, they never really talk about my, like mental mindset in a, in a street fight like look this is not the sport this is not i'm trying to beat this guy in a fight this is like i i could die so you have to have the mindset of like fuck you i'm gonna kill you and that's what problem guys problem guys like well i'm not gonna like worry about points i'm gonna kick you in the nuts and gouge your eyes out. So Pyle, right. saying, like for a bar if, fight he yeah if i'm in a bar fight i'm kicking art. you in the nuts and biting your face like it's i don't the best martial art for a bar fight pile Best martial art? No, no, no martial art. Crazy. Right hand straight to the jaw, put them down, and then it's over with. Yeah. No, no, right, no, wouldn't, right. wouldn't that be boxing? I, I punch to the mouth. Yeah. Right on the chin. Put, shut them up. Or, or you just sweep. You, I, I've done it a million times. I used to do it when I bounced, too. I just sweep them to the floor and put my knee on them and yeah. just keep holding there and let them, let them feel stupid for a second. And they yeah, get when it. I was bouncing, I would get a lot of guys and it was like, it was so easy cause they're drunk too. So it's like, yeah, it's so easy to just do a little, a little foot sweep, like trip and just mm -hmm. hold them on the ground. And they're like, Ooh, yeah, fun, man. You're like, yeah, I, I've been on the receiving end of that uh, a couple times. <laughs> like, have you really? I'm like, and I'm just like, hey, man, what are you doing, Yeah, exactly. Do anything, bro. Hey, hold on, hold on. Greg, when was that? Uh, you know, forever ago, back in Dallas, I think. I, got, I remember getting the knee on the chest. I remember thinking to myself, too, I was like, who puts the knee on the chest? <laughs> Well, I had a guy. Why did you have me? What, what were you doing to cause that? I don't know. Being me, being taking great. this. I, I you know, I was being out of control, making whatever. I did something. I, you know, undoubtedly. I'm sure I deserved it more times than it happened. <laughs> you probably deserved it is what you're saying, right? You probably deserved oh, it. Oh, I totally deserved it. 1,000%. No, no, no. This podcast recently, uh, I got a lot of hate over the weekend because of the I, as you know, we got to figure out the mayhem situation because it just wasn't something, some things were off and yada, yada. Uh, and I, I was reading them, which is the, the worst part. Like I read, somebody said, Adam, you, 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 you skinny, fat, balding Jew who stutters. And, and that was like one of the good ones, you know? Um, so, <laughs> Pyle, 
I know, did you ever receive like shit on the internet from your fighting or your personality? And did you ever give them any mind? No, don't pay any mind to them. I, I never have went back and forth with anyone on social. I refuse to. Never have, never will. Yeah. Silence well, is always your best defense because they're trying it, to get a rise out did it, of you. Did it ever, did it ever, they want to know did that it, it ever get to you? Did it ever get to you though at all? Did, you, did it ever like? Yeah, you know, there would be like, there would be some things, you know, like if I'd gotten knocked out or something, it'd be like, you know, like, what's the view like? Or something, you know, some stupid, thing, you know, something like that. I just, whatever. There's, and it's just some troll sitting behind the, the phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Picking boogers has never, never even, never even sprinted before, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you, I think the mayhem thing will even out when you can get back to being in the same room yeah. again. I think part of it was just, you know, <clears throat> filling the air because it's digital and it's, there's a little bit of lag and things like that. And he had that, you know, he was having problems with his tech and stuff like that. I think once everybody can get back together in one room, yeah, it'll be totally not, fine. I think it's never going to happen. I, just, I think we need, just, we need a, a healthy break. But uh, yeah. you know, definitely open to, you know, discussions and stuff like that. So that's... You know, it's just like uh, we'll figure it. We'll figure it all out. Um, you know, eventually. Uh, what? Eventually. 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 We'll, eventually back in regular society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. When things even back out, everyone's in the same room on a set of mics over at the Speedweed Studios or something. Then I think I think it'd be it'll be much uh, much more back to the chemistry that it originally was. Right. You know? Of course. Now, um, what do you now? What do you think's gonna happen when this is over? Like, is everyone just gonna? Because I can't wait to get back to classes with my kid and going to the Muay Thai classes and stuff. Yeah. Comedy. I'll tell you what, driving around now, like even even in the, the quarter of the traffic and the quarter of the people that are out now compared to a month and a half ago, I remember why I've been waiting for this my entire life. Because I fucking hate people, dude. Like, <laughs> I, get car, I get in my car, I'm like, who are, like, Everybody in my neighborhood is walking in the middle of the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. people aren't supposed to be out, so we're just gonna walk in a row of five people in the middle of the street while there's cars coming. Like right now, doing this street. Doing that what are now? You doing? Oh my god, that's crazy. On the bike. I went to Walmart to do something. I went to look for a shotgun. Is what it was. I was looking for a shotgun. Um, and uh, dude, all the exercise equipment is. All the little small weights, you know, gone, gone, <laughs> cleared out, totally. People now, yeah. I've seen so many more people exercising than like more Dude, than it's incredible. What else are you gonna do? I mean, you gotta fill the day, you know. So I know I mean, having having a kid is different though. When you're, we have to watch a baby because everyone's like, people are telling me, why don't you just get rid of the kid during the podcast? Uh, because my wife works from eight a.m. to six. And we don't have a nanny. I, like she, she's on a break right now for half hours while she has a kid. But watching a kid is a full-time job, especially a two-year-old. No, fucking educating. A, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm exhausted at 6 o'clock. I'm just like, oh, my <laughs> God. Especially when you, you, bet can't, you can't wait to have another one, huh? How many you guys want to have? About four of them? Especially when you can't take the kid outside to do anything. It's one thing if, like, I take her to class, take her to this you class, Zoom class, tie her out. Don't you have a pool? I have a backyard, but like he's taking her to the park right now, yeah. or, or like, oh my god! Like everyone's like, I have so much free time. I'm learning up knitting, and I'm taking none of that. So 
agree. I remember when it first started, when this stuff started popping off, I'm going through the, I go, I got my shopping cart. I'm at the grocery store. I'm walking through there. I'm looking at everybody. Everybody's looking at me. Shelves are empty. People wearing masks and gloves. And I'm just like, whoa. It's weird. Whoa. Yeah, man. Shit got whoa. mad Max real fucking fast. Man. You don't even want to make eye contact anymore. You know, it's like... I turned I turned the corner in the store the other day, like walked down the aisle, and there was a lady on the opposite side of the aisle, like thirty yards away, and she stops and turns around and goes the other way. I was like, <laughs> it is so really. Crazy. I want to make a remake of Friday the Thirteenth where Jason's wearing a mask with a mask over it. <laughs> <laughs> when I was uh, on March 9th, the beginning of March, I had to go to Denver to do this family thing. And I remember being in the Uber, going to the airport, and I was like, yeah, and he and I both were, were both like, yeah, I know, it seems like they're just exaggerating it. I mean, it's not even, you know, like nine people have done, like, I think it's out of control. That was on the 9th on Monday. By the yeah. time I flew home on the 11th, I was wearing a mask, and I was just <laughs> like, and I swear to God, and I was like, I shouldn't be on this plane. Why did I leave my house? I got to get oh, yeah. home. I got to disinfect. I'm, I'm wiping down everything with wipes that I've had in my backpack for years. I was Never like, I got wipes. I got wipes. Oh, my God. Like, it was it I, in dry. two days, everything changed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, having a wife and a kid, obviously, I obviously have the most to live for. But a part of me, there's another part of me, is like, you know, I had a pretty good run. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave it my best. <laughs> like, I think some people will be upset. Yeah. Oh, well. I think people will be upset that I'm gone. I think I'll make a couple marquees, like, rest in peace, Adam Hunter. Like, thank you for making us laugh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's rough. It is, it's it is rough. But I'm telling you, Greg, do one of my Zoom shows, because it's, it's a world of difference, dude. Um, plus, like, everyone's going to be so out of whack. By the time this thing starts up again, I want to be like fresh, you know? Okay, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm not against it. All right, don't I'm do it. I'm just not like ecstatic to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just All not right, the so same. And that's the other thing, when it comes to this business, I mean, for me to get back on stage in front of a live audience, this thing has to be cured. Cause I got a wet mouth. I tend to spit all over everything. So this is not a good dynamic for this particular, you know, uh, this particular virus. So I think we're going to, I mean, I need to wait until we've been like fully cured, eradicated before I can ever take the stage again. But even Maybe just go in one of those bubbles, one of those bu bubbles you walk in. Yeah, get the bubble. <laughs> like bubble, like like bubble boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pile, you, you know, like one, two, three people in the water. The ones yeah, 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 yeah. Walking on water, we get one of those suckers. And but dude, like, Kyle, you know, like, even when it comes to like being away, you, you, you or Greg, or you know, you're away from your wife or your girl for a while, and then you come back, you want to be with her. When you're with her all the time, oh. it's like my wife is like, go to have sex. I'm like, uh, social distancing, six feet away. Uh, you have to stay six feet away right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah, social distancing happens with the in the sheet. <laughs> That's I right. Even, I, I I can't even watch porn because if I get caught watching porn, it's over. Like you know, like if, it's over. If, if, if I'm watching it's porn, it's if I'm watching porn during quarantine and my wife asks me, I, she's gonna be like, "I'm right here." Like I'm be like, "Yeah, but uh, you know, you just well, you're, kinda, you're right still. there." My wife's hilarious. She's taken to telling me the exact amount of time she's gonna be gone. 
Like, as if to say, listen, I'm going to be gone for an hour, so get your jerk-offs in, okay? I don't want to come back and have you still fucking, okay? You got one hour. I will be back in an hour. And I know that's what she's telling me, so I'm like, thanks, babe. <laughs> has, she ever, has, she ever caught, has she ever caught you or no? Almost once, that's it. Just almost. She came, she like left and then forgot something and came back. And I, I was just in the Five seconds out the door, pants are already down. I see, and I looked Head so guilty, up. too. There was, there was nothing about it that didn't just stink of me about to jerk off. It was terrible. What about, what about under the bed? You guys ever gotten caught doing it under the bed? Under the bed? Under, under the, the bed? bed? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, while she's sleeping? No, no. While she's sleeping. That's a good hiding spot, huh? I don't know. I don't have kids, so I don't have to do it under the bed. I do it right on top of the bed while the wife is out. All over that bed. All over it. Uh, Tyler, how did we have a white duvet? How did how did the Marines do it? Because you guys are all together all the time. You wait for everyone. Did you just put on some kind of Cylon voice synthesizer? Damn. What the fuck is that? Who's what you went to the dark for? To the dark side. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Oh, queefed. Is it still like that? <laughs> no, no, it's better now. Okay. Uh, you were speaking main, in pussy fart. It was the main, great pussy fart. <laughs> so the main, uh, the main, uh, the main spot in the military is the porta shitter. You go to the porta shitter and jerk off. Uh, oh, that's, that's like, I thought you guys just did it in your bunk and fucking announced it like loading number one. I mean, that too, like that too. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're in like you know, yeah. your house in Florida, it was like you have you have two roommates, so you're in a room uh, like fifteen by fifteen foot room with two other guys, and it's like, all right, well, when they're yeah. asleep, I'm going to town, yeah. and vice versa. You know what happens. But porta shitters are usually like anytime you're out in the field, which sucks because you got gear, you got sure. all your gear on. You have to go in there with your rifle. It's fucking hundred degrees outside. You're sitting in the plastic thing. The shit smells. Uh, you're like I'm gonna fucking burn this goddamn <laughs> And it's just, now that's accomplished. That is an accomplishment right yeah. there. And you learn how to get it done quick. It's not about, it's not an experience, you know, it's not like I'm going to take my time, I'm going to get this, it's like, nah, this has to go. How do you, but I mean, how do you even get turned on? Like, what do you see that starts it that you're like, okay, that's all I needed to see. Here we go. Like, well, it's always, I mean, you're also, keep in mind, most of us were 19, 20, so oh, you don't have no, to right. see there you go. It's just there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, hey, I got to go take a shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's that's crazy. Like you had your gun next to you, and you're in all kinds of gear, and this still. This is my it. rifle. This is my gun. Yeah, exactly. This is for jerking off. And usually, <laughs> I mean, when I was in, it was 2009, 2010. So like, I still had a shitty flip phone that you could barely get internet on. You're getting pixelated tits, like, whatever, man, or a magazine or a picture. Yeah, bring back the magazines, got, baby. What you got? Yeah, dude, I was in high school. Victoria's Secret catalogs were like that was the thing. The oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sears. You, that seemed, Sears that could get it. Newspaper. That could get it started, but I couldn't really finish the Victoria's Secret. Uh, when you move on to Men's Journal. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Inc. Actually, the Small Business uh, Publication Inc. Remember that one porno mag called We? No. no. We, O-U-I. No. It had the French name, We. We. Oh, oh the girl, man. The girls that, that, girl that have hairy armpits and stuff? Or? Oh, yeah. Big bush. Lots of bush. Lots of bush. Your wife's from Russia. She, she shaved it now. What do you think? You think I think I think I'll let a chick sit around my house with hairy armpits? No, I'm talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other parts. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's got to be at least a trim, man. I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's still sporting like a bush. Yeah. bush. chicks don't like. That. I don't know. For some girls, it's kind of made a comeback. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you what, the first oh, three weeks of this quarantine, I was, uh, it, right now, I wouldn't care. Going on. Yeah. Really? <laughs> wouldn't care? Huh? Right now, I wouldn't care. I'll just part that hair. I'll find it. I'll, I'll, I'll get in there. <laughs> My wife wears a face mask on her vagina. Just saying. So you know. <laughs> get the anyway, listen, people, uh, <laughs> that's our podcast. Uh, tomorrow night, tomorrow we got Uriah Faber on. Uh, Ooh, right on. Uh, we also have Jesse Jane and Michael Blackson. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, uh, I'll, I'll go for the whole the whole lineup because uh, we're going we're going strong this week, guys. Anything we can do to help make the quarantine better for you guys, the quarantine better for you guys. And so we uh, uh, we got Nate Quarry, Juliana Pena, Faber, and uh, Je Wednesday Jesse Jane, Dave Rickles, Eve Edwards. Uh, nice. Thursday, we got Jay Haran, Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, Friday, wow. Dawson, Sarah McMahon. So we got stack shows this week. Nice. Uh, Pile. That's awesome, man. There's a lot of bored people. Pile, thank you for everything you do. Pile. Nice. Nice. Thank you. You guys, yeah, right on. Thanks. Good yeah, stuff. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, guys. Uh, see you guys tomorrow. Take care, guys. Later, guys. See ya. Tune in the